0: Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and personal financial specialist, Phil Putney. Now, let's get rolling with today's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. This is Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. And we're going to talk about Phil and what makes him tick. So What well, makes
1: you know, me tick? Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, we're going to... 20 questions, huh? That's right. We're going to dissect uh, your... Well, actually, not t- not 20, only five. So, oh, okay, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: so we do have a limited show. We don't, we don't have an true. hour here. So, <laughs> we don't want to go too far.
0: I mean, we could do an hour, but you know, we could do whatever we want, right? With the podcast, but we try to keep it uh, short and sweet so people can yep. get on about their day and hopefully pick up a couple of useful nuggets along the way. And sure. uh, maybe it sparks some interest or whatever in thinking, hey, I need to talk about this, or uh, you know what, I need to get it with an advisor, and maybe this is a good way for me to learn a little bit more about why they do what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's Absolutely. A thinking about it. So if you uh, if you'd like to subscribe, don't forget go to Philstaxhacks That's Philstaxhacks.com. You can find us on Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, uh, all that stuff. So let's peel back the curtain and reveal a little bit about Phil. Uh, when you were a young tax hack guy, uh, that shaped your view of money, wealth, you know, that kind of thing. Parents, grandparents, who who affected you?
1: parents and grandparents. I mean, I I would say first my, my parents, um, I was the, the first, I think person in our entire family to actually complete college. My, my mom never went, my dad went for a few years, never completed it. Um, you know, his parents never went to college, you know, so, but just seeing, you know, some of the financial struggles and things they went through. I mean, looking at my parents, I mean, they, went through all sorts of different ebbs and flows in in their career before my dad finally um, got into a couple of different businesses that ended up working well for him and ended up working in real estate. I mean, that was his, his final, Stage in his life is he owned rental properties. Okay. Um, although I always joke with him, it's, I said, it's because of seeing you go through that, is why I don't own any rental properties because <laughs> they're well, a that's challenge. An
0: influence. That's an influence. Yeah, right? yeah, they're,
1: yeah, they're a challenge. But then, I mean, looking back even at my grandparents, I mean, my grandfather, they owned a farm, um, okay. but he actually worked, and that was in Northern Michigan. But he worked in a factory down here. Grandma and, and the kids would take care of the farm. He came back up on the weekends and worked the whole weekend on the farm. So I mean Oh wow. You know, there was no weekends and you know, kicking back and enjoyment. It was back up working on the farm, catching up on things that you know didn't get yeah. done and repairing stuff and then down different at type the factory of lifestyle on Monday again. Yeah, so, different type of lifestyle,
0: know. different type of work ethic too.
1: Yeah. yeah oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Biggest lesson you might have uh, might have taken from anything that you might have saw in that? Is, was it grandpa's work ethic maybe that was the biggest lesson or stay yeah, away I mean, from real estate?
1: <clears throat> yeah, well, stay, stay away from real estate, work ethic. Um, I mean, it's probably because of my dad that I'm the entrepreneur I am. Um, I've been an employee only early on in my career for a couple of CPA firms as I started, but always have had that entrepreneurial bug. So started my own practice really early on. Okay, nice. Um, you yeah. know, when my second son was born. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been in the blood, so to speak, of being okay. that entrepreneur owning a business.
0: And, and that's a different mindset, too, because uh, my okay. wife and I had that conversation for a number of years. I went back into the regular workforce, and I wasn't happy. I was always an entrepreneur. And uh, she's like, you know, you're, you're definitely not happy. She's like, so let's make that switch for her. She's like, I can't do it. I don't possess. She's like, yep. I find that too fearful. I'd rather work for yes. somebody. And so everybody has uh, that different thing about them. And some people just can't, you know, can't do the uh, the self-employed or the self, the business type of thing. And it's harder for them. And that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
1: it's, it's all about knowing yourself and what you're comfortable with. And yeah. there's pros and cons on both sides. Know, nothing Absolutely. wrong with either one of them.
0: So, well, you mentioned you know you mentioned working for yourself for a long time. So how'd you end up there? How did you end up in the financial business in general?
1: Well, I started out as a CPA. I mean, that's what my degree's in. Um, got a CPA, uh, worked for a couple of larger CPA firms. Um, through all that, realized that I wasn't cut out for the corporate world and didn't like the <laughs> You know, three partners, none of them liked each other. They hated each other. And, you know, so I'm like, yeah, this is not the world I want to live in. I, uh, you know, okay. so branched off on my own, started my own practice um, as a CPA, grew that, you know, had a uh, about 10, 10 and a staff in our firm at one point, And then through that, started getting clients asking about help, helping them on the financial aspect. You know, okay. I right. have always had a, a focus on taxes, you know, and helping sure minimize and save taxes, you know, so they kept asking, why don't you just help us with the financial aspect of it? Okay, so um,
0: you, you moved from from doing just the CPA aspect CPA, to doing both.
1: Yeah, so I did both for about 10 years. Um, oh, okay. And then came, came to a point in my career to said, okay, I, I can't do both and do them good. I had to pick. Oh. So at the end of it, I decided let's go ahead and transition over to financial services. I felt that I could enjoy that more, be more beneficial to clients, mm-hmm. you know, and that that aspect of it. Um, so transition over to the full-time financial services. But I mean, what makes me different is I do have that CPA background. So we're always, tax is a big focus of what we look at. But you still are so, a CPA. Oh yeah. I never, never gave, I don't want to take that test again. So gotcha. <laughs> no, didn't, didn't want to give that up. So yeah, I'm okay. still a licensed CPA, still do all the education uh, and requirements all the to maintain levels. it. But,
0: okay. Yep. Nice. nice. But okay. now
1: I'm just very focused on what I use that for. Which I think is a great,
0: it's a great piece to it, right? Because so much of your retirement plan success can revolve around the tax portion of it. And, uh, you know, many advisors have a CPA in their office and Mm -hmm. some don't, you know, some just are like, well, this is what we do. And then you may want to consult with your CPA and that might be a fine fit for you. But I, I, me personally, I think that might be a nice little bonus to be like, Hey, I've got, you know, this financial advisor who's also a CPA. So like every decision we're talking about has a tax slant right from the word go.
1: Yeah. And I mean, not the dog CPAs, cause I am one, right. You know, right. but it, it's the reality is, and I always joke with clients, if, if we're not helping them on the CPA side is you've got to understand your CPA and the world they live in. And I always say it's like a horse with blinders on. Right. So the world that a CPA typically lives in is, mm. Last year, this year, and next. I mean, that that is their entire world. Right. So when you start talking to them, well, let's look 10, 15, 30 years down the road, their heads going to blow up because that's just not <laughs> what they're used to doing. You know, they're going to call you absolutely crazy, and you can't control that. What are you talking about? This is all you can control. You know, which right. we've had a lot of discussion on control, and you're absolutely right. But you you need to still have a plan. And, and I mean, the funny thing is with that is as I transitioned into it, in my early years as a an advisor, when that's my my primary focus, right? I didn't believe in planning either. I thought yeah. it was a, a joke. I said, you know, yeah, you can't, because of my CPA background.
0: That's wild. It's it's but really you cool. To getting hit.
1: into it, you yeah. realize, well, that's not reality. You have to look down the road and and have a plan in place that you know right. it's not going to happen exactly that way. But what does it look like? What can I control? How can I reposition things to make it all work?
0: So wait a minute, Phil. You're talking crazy here. So what you told me is basically that you 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 learned something and you grew and evolved. Wow, what a novel concept in today's world, right? One
1: one eighty. Yeah. My my view of planning and.
0: But what a concept, right? One of the things I think we're missing often is this. You know, to say, "Hey, I was wrong." And I learned something new and now I'm embracing yep. it. Right. I think yep. we need to do that more as a society and we won't get off into a tangent there, but that would go a long way to fixing things that people could just admit that, Hey, you know what? I was wrong about something and you I don't learned. have the
1: and, only right answer. Yeah, that's right. You know,
0: yeah, you know, your, your worldview is not the only worldview uh, for sure. Okay. So uh, anybody in the industry, um, maybe a, a good influence or somebody that, uh, you know, puts you under the mm-hmm. wing, so to speak, or, or just something that you took from someone.
1: Yeah, I guess a, a couple of industry experts, if you want to call them that or whatever, that I followed is um, Ed Slot. Uh, so he's a, a CPA that actually works with financial advisors and helping educate them on taxes. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, I was he's part very of his group, and, did a lot of training under him, and you know, um, learned a lot from him uh, in improving, even as a CPA. You know, my view on on taxes and planning and how it all relates overall. not just looking at the, you know, the current year, next year type of thing.
0: Right. I love the Michael, head blowing up though. The image yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious.
1: like, Oh yeah. it's Yeah. Well, and it's true. I mean, most CPAs, they just don't get that. That it, right. it, it doesn't fit in their world. <laughs>
0: Stop. So. No head blow yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what are you doing? What are you doing? You can't do that. <laughs> Even with all of these people, I mean, I use what I learned, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And then apply it to think, okay, what's, how can we use this? You know, let, let's not just use. Um, here is the cookie cutter. It has to be this way, and and unfortunately, I think a lot of financial advisors that have been trained as a financial advisor, you go through the education, the CFP, all this. Well, this is how it has to mm-hmm. be done. It's very right. cookie cutter, and and unfortunately, I think too many people get caught in that. Yeah, very true.
0: That's
1: a way of doing it, but there yeah. are other options.
0: Was it? I can't remember if it was Shakespeare that said, uh, you know. Uh... Uh, like borrow from the best or st- something along those lines about stealing from yep. the best and then repurposing it or whatever the case is. And yep. I uh, muck that all up, I know. So I apologize if you're a Shakespeare fan, but whomever it was that said it, but I think that's a good way you are look at it. You're talking about thinking outside, side and think outside the, your own box. You look to places for best practices and then you kind of hopefully internalize that and then kind of take that and make that a bit more of your own. Uh, yep. or put your own spin on it or whatever the case is. and I think that's how we grow in in kind of you know blossom if you will all right so here's gonna be the toughie uh, maybe not a toughie but it could be a, a controversial or it's itch- interesting uh, if you had a magic wand and you could fix something that drives you bonkers about the industry that you're in what would what would it be What's well, something that just drives you insane that you just don't understand
1: um, I mean it's probably those rules of thumb right I mean, okay it's, there, there's a hundred well, we do rules a lot of thumb, those that's really probably like, not good. Well, it, but we talk about them, right? right yeah. And, and we, even when we talk about them, it's a rule of thumb is to me a, a good place to start, right? It's a, a general idea. And that's what it is. It's a rule of thumb, right? You're, you're right. kind of doing this. Does it, eh, it's in the ballpark.
0: It's in the ballpark, yeah.
1: It, it depends on how you want to approach retirement. If you're a, an in-the-ballpark rule of thumb type of person, I'm probably mm-hmm. not the advisor for you because I'm not cut that way. I mean, okay. I, I like right. to, to have fair. a plan and run the numbers and see how can we make it work. Yeah, I mean, once we have that in place, yeah, I'm not saying, hey, we're rigid. The plan doesn't call for that. Sorry, we can't do that. Right, right. No, but we've got to. I'm not going to wing retirement. Right. There's too many. <laughs> there, there's too many things that can happen and go yeah. wrong that you don't want to get. To age 80 and realize, oh man, I did this wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, our, our word in the last podcast was nimble. I really like that one. So right. right, right. Uh, you, you like structure, but you can be nimble. Is that fair?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you have to have some structure. There's okay. certain things you need to plan around mm-hmm. and, and plan for social security pensions. I mean, there's a lot of things that you have to make decisions that lock you in. Right. So you right. need to to run the numbers to see how does it work, what's the right option. But beyond that, I mean, there's got to be flexibility built into a plan because we live in a world that changes every day. <laughs> every taxes. single so, day. I mean, we, yeah. you know, taxes are one of those things that, I mean, they had been somewhat steady for quite a few years. Not a lot of big changes, but wow, in the last 10 years, we've seen a lot of change. And, and it, more it's coming. On the hot burner still. So, I mean, things yeah. are changing. So yeah. You know, you
0: said something a second ago. You said, I'm not going to wing retirement. Fantastic. Okay. So, you wouldn't wing your own, right? Right. And so as a fiduciary and just as a responsible adult and human, yep. uh, you're not going to wing somebody else's retirement. So with that said, no. final question, what's the most gratifying part to your job? Because what you do at the end of the day, whether we're having a fun episode or, or a um, technical episode or whatever it is that we're talking about, what you do is actually very serious business because it's dealing oh, it's- with people's life savings, Right. And okay. so it's not to be taken lightly, even though we want to keep it fun and open and approachable. Uh, you know, with that kind of said, what's the most gratifying thing in your job? What, what do you get the most excitement out of?
1: Seeing, helping them see that retirement actually works, you know, okay. and I, I mean, ideally, if, if it works even better than what they thought. I mean, perfect right. example. I'm working with a, a new planning client we just met yesterday for our first meeting, our planning okay. meeting. And run through the numbers in, I mean, she's a widow. She had widowed a couple of years ago. Her hopes was that she could retire next year at 68. Okay. And, but she, she also said in our first meeting, you know, I'd really like to just work part time if I could. Okay. Right. So we ran the numbers and I mean, 68 works. In fact, we ran the numbers and you could retire tomorrow if you want it. You know, so to me, that is, always great great. I, yeah. I love that because it it's it now gives her that relief to kind to, and you could just see the stress drop to say, oh, okay.
0: Tomorrow? So if, <laughs> if I have a
1: bad day, I mean, I can go in and say right. I quit. I said, yeah, you can, you're yeah. done if you want to. And, and right. that is retirement to me. And we talked about that before. It, it's not, retirement isn't my last day on the job and now I transition into, I'm not working anymore. It could be, maybe that's your version, but retirement is knowing that at this point, work is an option. I I work when, if I want to on what I want to, Yeah, you know, so I mean, if your current career is way too stressful and you no longer enjoy it, yeah, maybe that means you don't work at all, or maybe it means you transition and do something else part time.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that would be the case because it's like, OK, again, it's very serious business because you're dealing with someone's, you know, their life savings and, and everybody's situation is going to be different. And there's all these things we always talk about, these cliche isms of the industry. But I imagine being able to present somebody with something and saying, hey, check this out you're good to go. You know, it's got to be yeah. pretty cool. Right. You know, yeah. uh, no, it
1: doesn't happen that way all the time, but sure, I mean, at the end sure. of the day, no matter what the scenario is, we always come up with a workable plan. Right. Right. You know, sometimes that first meeting isn't good and, and it's a matter of, you know what, 68 probably isn't going to work it, unless here's the options. Right. I mean, if you right. want that to work, maybe we've got to adjust and reduce your spending a little bit or modify some things right well, even so, the flip side
0: though i would still think can be gratifying because then you're like hey listen sixty-eight's not going to work but right. if we do these couple of things here we can get you there by 70 you know or whatever nice. the case is and then as you're working together right and the time goes by and all of a sudden then the day comes and you're like hey we're here yep. right so either way you still kind of get to get them to that moment where right. they can finally go you know, good. I can, you know, I can relax or take off the stress or whatever the case is. Because at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a scary thing, you know, in the transition, you mentioned that we talk so much on the show and it's important though, folks retire to something and not just, you know, like, well, I'm done now. What
1: it's a Saturday. And you know, it's been a Saturday for the last six months and I don't know what to do anymore. And I'm bored. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have some, what, what is and that's a discussion we have all the time. What does it look like to you? What do you want to do in retirement? What's that vision?
0: Exactly. All right. So. well, there you go. So that's what makes Phil tick a little bit. and I'll ask you a fun one. and it. favorite hobby.
1: Favorite hobby. Um probably camping. I mean, we, yeah, well, kind of we talked about that. we were we were out camping uh, on a couple of the episodes. So yeah, yep. it's uh we love camping, getting out now. I got to preface camping isn't, you know, in a tent on the ground. That's not our version of camping. It's, you, you know, in a, a, yeah, we glamp exactly. We've yeah. got to travel for fifth wheel. So we've got a, a rolling hotel, if you want to think of it that way. But, right. um, yeah. but being like out that. out yeah. in the nature, you know, having that campfire, um, walking the dog, going down to the beach, that, yeah, it's, nice. it's fun. Okay. You know, meeting other people—it's a lot of fun. So,
0: well, that's our getting to know you episode, or what makes your advisor tick, whatever you want to call it. So, hopefully, that uh, you know you found that a little useful. And hey, and when you're looking for someone to work with, you know that can go a long way. We talk often about the warm fuzzies, and it's a two-way street, you know. So, Absolutely. you know, doing the podcast and and you know, talking with folks and you know getting folks to come in—it's not always going to be a this is the right fit for you. Phil just said it earlier. Hey, if you're looking for this type of advisor, that might not be me. I might not fit into that. You know, into yep. that typically uh, that kind of box. So, you're looking for the right fit for you, and they're looking for the right fit for them, and, and little things like this maybe help along the way. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, YouTube, so on and so forth. All of that stuff is found and very easy for you to do by just simply going to philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Just click on and go to the website. Usually, that information is in the show notes there on whatever app you're listening to, and then you can see ways to subscribe or share or whatever. And it's, it's all very, very easy for you to do. Thanks for your time as always. Have a great day, folks. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and sane. And don't forget to subscribe to us here on Phil's Tax Hacks Phil. and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible
1: loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will will achieve its objectives.